we got another day of NBA action. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every night a watch party only on FanDuel. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hello, Happy New Year and welcome to the Two Robbies Podcast, your destination for in-depth discussion and analysis of the Premier League and the Champions League. I'm Robbie Musto, he's Robbie Earl, and here is our breakdown of Week 20 in the Premier League season. Arsenal took on rivals Tottenham in the North London derby and won 2-0. Manchester United come from a goal down to beat City 2-1 in the Manchester derby. Newcastle took all three points late to beat Fulham 1-0. Brighton throttled Liverpool 3-0 at home. And Chelsea get their first win in the last four Premier League games, beating Crystal Palace 1-0. That's all we've got coming up in today's episode. That's right, Musty, and because the Premier League is back, so is your chance to win $50,000. Play Premier League Pick em for free, and you can become the next big winner. Download the NBC Sports Predictor app today, available in the App Store or Google Play Store. OK, let's get to playing, because we had a North London derby, and in the first half, Spurs never played, my friend, again. And in the second half, when they tried to have a bit of a go, Arsenal were 2-0 up, Arsenal were dogged and determined, and Arsenal won the North London derby. Yeah. Let's start it with Arsenal, because that's where the pressure should go. Eight points clear at the top of the table. Maybe some pressure in a certain yeah. way that the City had lost now. Could they make the most of the, of the opportunity? They have. They won. I thought it was a rounded performance, Rob. I thought their football ability stood out in the first half. I thought their determination stood out in the second half. And worthy winners. Mm. Uh, halfway point now, Rob. 47 points. Arsenal are serious contenders. Of course they are. I'd say they're favourites, Rob. I'd say they're favourites. We've had all, like, just half of the season. Maybe they've got one more for the half to come up for Arsenal play 18 games right mm. now. Um, but as we are seeing with our eyes in, you know, basically the last few weeks as well, looking at Manchester City and a few mm. others, they look um, really, really clearly to be the best team in the Premier League so far. Now, we can't see into the future mm -hmm. in terms of drastic things that might happen, Rob, in terms of uh, injuries or whatever, but my goodness, like they look rock solid, rock yeah. solid in two different ways after this North London derby. As you said, the first half, uh, um, the silky football that we might expect to find a way through past a, a Spurs backline that hasn't been secure, even though it's cautious and pragmatic in the first half of games. Um, I think, you, you, you know, like I said to you, Rob, just before we come on, like you could almost write this script to exactly what happened, really. Spurs, yeah. slow starters, back foot, cautious. Arsenal, with that space, find a way. Their football, their movement is so good at the moment, they often nearly always find a way through. Mm. They go ahead. Second half will be different. And Spurs... You know, they certainly did react. I mean, it's incredible, Rob. <laughs> we'll get on to Spurs, mm. obviously, but it's incredible the difference in intensity from yeah. from one half to the next half. But back to Arsenal, 
confirmation of how good they are on the ball, how good they are technically, how good, how confident Martinelli, Saka are right now from the wide areas, and how good technically they are in the middle of the park. I think you guys on the broadcast made points of the midfield area. Yeah. I mean, it, the way that they play, it's almost like a diamond with the three midfield players mm. we just talked about, plus Shaka and Partey, of course, and a catcher coming in. And they absolutely dominated that area. Um, outstanding performances, Rob, um, from Martin Odegaard, who continues to grow um, reputationally. What, what you see, what people are talking about, stunning feet, mm. end product. I think he's a top, a top goal scorer now. I think there's seven Premier League goals for them. I thought he was superb. And then just quickly, Rob, as a quick comment on the second half, I, I enjoyed the second half maybe as much as the first half for Arsenal because yeah. you saw a different side, mm. a side that we all know they've got to show to win this Premier League yeah. over this long, long campaign. And we know how, how difficult that campaign is and how long it is um, in terms of fight, aggression and personality. And I tweeted out, Rob, that Granite Xhaka from... Listen, we can go back and talk about his history at the club, but the way that he is, he has got his head down and now is such an important part in terms of personality, Rob. Personality. In, and in that second half where you're watching Arsenal defend deep and heading balls yeah, away, yeah. they've got two extra centre-backs in Thomas Partey and Granit Xhaka. Mm. And we could do breakdowns of those two in, in centre-back positions. So when the ball comes in there and there's a bit of a flurry and a bit of a skirmish, those two... So it's like Arsenal playing with four centre-backs, mm. protecting, cajoling, aggression, even from goal celebrations to fighting with opponents. Granit Xhaka's personality is something that held them back in the past, you might yeah. argue. But yeah. now, my goodness, I, I almost feel like I want to play with him, Rob, because mm -hmm. he, he cares so much. He wants to win so yeah. much, like he's, he's driving the team forward. It's impressive. Yeah, and he's doing it with a control, Rob. It, 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 it's emotion, it, it, it's drive mm. and determination, but much more control mm. than we've seen. Uh, he's maturing around these young players. I just also want to want to give a nod to. I, I I I was watching the game, Rob. Gabriel, I thought was excellent. I thought he got his head onto things when there was a period in in the second half where Spurs were having a go and Kulusevski was on putting balls in and Perisic was on and then they changed yeah. and uh, and. Well, the players came in, in into the game to, to try and get that goal. They got Richarlison on the pitch. Sonny started to try and influence it more. I just thought Gabriel, once mm. or twice, got mm. his head onto things, blocked things off, was, was strong, was yeah. determined. You know, somebody who we've said at times has like the rick in him, the, the odd thing that doesn't go right. And the other player uh, uh, yeah, it does. I've, I've got to mention, mate, is a goalkeeper. By the way, the, yeah. the, this fella was in contrast to Hugo Lloris, and we'll get on to Spurs and, and some other issues, and we, we talked about the goalkeeper, mm. you know. Mm. Uh, well, mm. Rob, I thought he was sharp. I thought he was bright. I thought he was alert. There was no, like, world-class saves, but everything he did w was was good, was aggressive. He's blocked with his feet, I think. He when made that one great save, Rob. That one good save. That foot, yeah. With a foot a save, save, yeah. That was a special save. Because it's one yeah. of those that doesn't look like it's yeah. brilliantly hit. It finds its way in the back, the corner of the net, and the game's different. I thought he, he, he's, he's enthusiasm yeah. with the back four, Rob. He's somebody who he's got relegated with Sheffield United, he's got relegated with Bournemouth, and I wasn't convinced. I've got to be honest, I wasn't convinced. I think a bit like Granite Jack, Jacker, Rob. I think he's part of the personality in the dressing room that's important. And um, I thought he deserves a bit of special mention mm. today because he, he was he was absolutely at the top of his game. 
totally agree, mate. Totally agree. It's a great, great shout, great mention. I was going to mention it as well. Um, and when, when you look at the team, Rob, and I had a quick look back today, just watching the game, I got my mm. computer out, and I just looked at their, their transfer dealings. I'm like, how they get to this point? I mean, this is like amazing how they've transformed. And if you look at the, the ins and outs over from 2020, it's pretty amazing the, the turnaround in the squad yeah. and the decisions that were made and the signings that came in and have been brilliant, yeah. great, yeah. straight away. Yeah. It hit the ground running from Zinchenko to Thomas Partey that actually, to be, to be fair, got a few injury issues. Now yeah. he looks like a, a brilliant, mm. important player in there. All the business that they've done, as well as developing the younger players, we know about the wide players, Martinelli, Smith-Rowe is back now in contention as well. Ben White is a signing, bringing Saliba back, goalkeeper signing Ramsdale, getting rid of David Luiz and a few other players that were from a couple of years back. That whole transform uh, transformation has been, it's been stunning when you look at where they are on the league table right now, Rob. Yeah. So, you know, a combination of things and the two guys that we've talked about a lot, Edu, who's a big part of yeah. that, and of course the head coach, as Rebecca said on the show today, his first managerial position, he is on the brink of winning a spectacular Premier League title. Um, I mean, you've got to say, Rob, with the points difference, eight points with 20 games to go and the way that they're looking, mm. is, it, is this where we chuck in the cliché? Because I feel it probably is. <laughs> is theirs to lose for Arsenal? <laughs> uh, let's get the Man United game out of the way and then, and then, and then let's have that conversation. Let, let's see how they go against United. But you're right, mate. You are. You're right. You're right. It starts to be. If anybody else was in that position, we start to be saying Liverpool were in that position. I think because historically, Rob, we don't know what we haven't seen this team do 38 games. You know, they. I believe it, it, it's right, and you know, I'm sure our viewers will let me know if I'm wrong. Yeah. But I don't think Arsenal have ever had 90 plus points to win a title. Back in the day, you could win a title with 80 odd. I think they've been 87, 88. But, but I'm not sure they've yeah. ever broke 90. Right. They, they might have to break 90 to, to do it now, which they're, they're halfway, they're, they're sort of on, on par to do. But they've lost one game all season. It's brilliant, of, of 18 games. They probably can afford to lose one or two more. Yeah, a couple more. I think, I think back to Rob, to, to your point, last season when we all expect them to finish in the top four and yeah. we give them tons of praise... They fell away right at the end, didn't they? They fell Correct. away and, and, we, and blew it really yeah. with about four or five, six games to go. They let Spurs so in, didn't they? That, they let that's Spurs where you're in that spot. That yeah. So, yeah. 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 So there's always that part of mm. it as well. And just before we move on to Tottenham, Rob, there's one other player that I wanted to mention. Yeah. And he didn't have a brilliant game today. Eddie Nketiah, Rob, mm. um, had two, a seventh minute and a 69th minute chance to yeah. score and yeah. to bury Spurs a little bit. Mm. And he didn't, didn't quite take them. But... I'm, I'm still really enjoying Eddie Nketa, Rob, given this opportunity at this moment in time, in this team, in big games where yeah. he's getting chances. Now, I know, you know, you want to be champions, he's going to have to bury some of those chances that yeah. he missed today yeah. in the previous game as well. Yeah. Um, I just kind of like the way that he, I, I, I think he's, what I'm saying is I think he's done better, looks better than I expected. In general play, in general yeah. football, yeah. of linking it, making a few turns, running in behind, pressurising. I think he's, he's a bit more of an all-round footballer than I thought. Um, it's just, obviously, you know, we, we know he's got to stick those chances yeah. in, but he's getting chances, Rob, and I yeah. like forwards, that, particularly young ones that have got, that can have got you know, a way to improve. Keep getting in the right spots, and those chances will come. I mean, the left foot, he, he was patient mm. when, he, when he tried to volley it in the first half, wasn't it, Rob? He got saved yeah, by yeah. Luis. Yeah. 
So I just think it didn't work for him today, and we're not we're not picking. I'm not picking him out because he had a great game. I'm yeah. picking him out because I like what he's doing, and I hope for him. Um, that, that those, some of those chances start to go in because he's getting himself in good spots regularly. Yeah, it's a, good, it's a really good point. And, and his all-round game, I think, is testament to how he's been brought up in an academy where he understands and appreciates things. thought today, Robin, you make a really good point. It was in the second half he got played through. Odegaard played him a ball, and he went to take a touch, and it ran just a little bit away from him, and then Lloris yeah. came in and made the same. Yeah, now, when you're, when, you're, when you're top of your game, when you're at thing level... That touch almost entices the keeper and you slip it Can down the side. And that's a bit he's just got to get to, which is why he's yeah. the age he is, the experience he is. Yeah. But I agree with you. And the other thing, Rob, I think, and it's a point before as we move on about Arsenal, it's just that, and I know it's easy when you're winning, but there's a chemistry that, that Eddie Nketiah, somebody who's come to the academy, who Saka knows, who Martinelli knows, who enjoy playing with each other, if you went and put a, I don't know, you went and put a centre forward who's coming in, just wants his goals, maybe giving the wingers a bad look when they don't get the ball. You just change something in there, Rob. I just feel those mm. those you little do. relationships yeah, are do. just as important as the goals that he scores. That Eddie and Katie is running channels and is linking the play, and yeah, he's making the odd mistake in the right area. But the chemistry feels right at the football club at the moment. And that's why I wouldn't be rushing if I'm. Uh, Arsenal. This doesn't look now now the Mudrick thing, and that's a whole new story to get into. Uh, bringing somebody in uh, in the front line. Yeah. Yeah. Just last thing, Rob. Honestly, the last point about Arsenal again, and I, I, we've said it before, and you know we love it when our producers give us the green light to go to the UK to watch yeah, games. Yeah. And watching Arsenal live mm. from a great seat was the moment for me. One of my moments of the season where I was like, wow. This team is 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 very very good, mm. and and I, I don't know how to explain it. But on the TV, of course, they look good, 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 good. Yeah. But seeing them live with their movements and the sharpness and the move on the ball and the, and it just triggered when you said like you know the groove nature and they're they're on the same kind yeah. of wavelength throughout. I got such a strong sense of that when we were there watching and, and come back and win against West Ham United. Um, no, a team that haven't got so much chemistry, my friend, mm. and uh, look disconnected and, mm. and quite honestly weird, is, is Tottenham Hotspur. Yeah. Um, is, is Antonio Conte, Rob, one of the most stubborn managers <laughs> tactically that you've ever seen in the Premier League? Yeah, but he's a winner. He's a stubborn winner. So that, that, that sort of creates an issue if you're into... I don't know, the end of goal zone today, we were talking about... Uh, we, we saw a Conte interview came and he... You know, he, he wasn't a great look on his face. He wasn't particularly, you know, giving much away in terms of, of what he felt. And Bex asked after, like, Spurs, where we're talking, the five-point gap, a bit of a gap starting to grow. And I said, it's, it's fascinating, Bex, because if you look at the top five, the four above them, we're talking Arsenal, Man City, Newcastle United, all want to have the football, all want to play forward, all have a style that's grooved of, of pressing, of, of possession, of creating chances. Spurs, and it's up to them, and it's certainly under Conte, want to do it a different way. Now, at the moment, he's putting trust in a back three that I don't have the trust in. I thought Romero was close to getting a red card today, managed to stay the right side of the line, but was making challenges. You've got a goalkeeper who I think now it's becoming universal is going to need to be changed if you're going to the next level. You've got Kulisascu, you bring in, who I think is, is an excellent player almost playing as another right-back. Sonny's running yeah. back into the left-back position. It's, it's just not a good fit. And, and the thing I said to Bex is, at some point, Rob, and I'll, I'll talk for myself as a player, I'm, 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 all, I'm all in for Conte. He's the man. He's, he's, he's won things. He's this. 
at some point I'm going, this ain't great. We're not playing well. We don't. We can't get on the front foot. We're 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 stuck back here, and we're losing the, the derbies two 0 Some point, I'm, I'm starting to lose a bit of faith in him. Well, I agree, mate. I agree, and and, and yeah, that, that you can chuck in easily that he's a winner. You know, when he won at Chelsea in the Premier League, I get that, and he and he improved them to win. Hmm. But he still had still had a lot of good players. I, I'm shocked at how he can sit back in these first halves and how this continues. And to be fair, he said it in his first few words. We started well. I think the first four or five minutes, yeah, they were on the yeah. front foot. But then it kind of drifts back into that normal kind of... Hmm. And, and how he can allow those two central midfield players to get run ragged. Yeah. And the Odegaard goal is such a good yeah. example of... And you pointed out, Rob, with hmm. the midfield players getting caught on one side. If they ever do that, there's a ton of space in the middle of the park. Hmm. I'm just surprised that he's continuing with the same... I don't know. I might expect him to play three midfield and play with two, you know, two yeah. up front. He's yeah. continuing to be same, same, same way. Um, I mean, they're fifth, Rob. They're fifth. They're not. They're not a ton of points. They're what? Yeah. They, they're five points behind. They played a game extra. So he's trying to grind it out. I just. I, I mean, you look at Hyunmin Son. My goodness, of, of, of a player that's such a. If we all think about our best images of Hyunmin Son, yeah. what a player! What a player! <laughs> Finishing both feet, quick. Runs in behind, presses, smiles on his face, links up, is energetic, loves his football. Mm. Goodness gracious! And isn't there's none of that you can see in him now? And it's sad. Mm. You know, the game against Leicester, we scored a hat trick. You know, everybody's smiling and smiling. Oh, thank goodness mm. for that! But it still hasn't. It still hasn't. And 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 I can't. I'm, I'm sorry, but I can't. It's got some of it has got to go to the manager for the way that he's asking him to play and what he's expecting him to do. Jominson is such an honest player, one of the most honest players I've ever seen in the league. He will get back and have his fullback. He will put his position. Mm. When the ball breaks down, he'll get back level with those midfield players. He'll make that up. He'll make that space. He'll create that four across. He's so honest. And I think it's hurting his own game. If he was a bit more greedy, a bit more selfish, stayed high, like I'm sure Richarlison's going to do when he gets back in the team as a wide player. Well, saying that, Richarlison's pretty honest as well. Yeah. But be, a, I don't know, find a way to... Being more effective, it's 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 stunning to me, and the, and the difference in intensity, Rob, I, it's, I can't believe it. Yeah. And you know, if one thing we thought that Antonio Conte would get this team to be is is physically physically fit. Mm. So if they are a fit team, why can't they play with the same yeah. intensity as the second forty-five minutes? Where by the way, Arsenal couldn't play around it; they couldn't mm. play around it. And Lee Dixon and Coventry saying they didn't play so well. They couldn't. That's because Spurs are in their face, yeah. front foot pressing. Mm. I just uh, why that's not. Encourage more in the first half when they are meant to be fit. They yeah. are meant to be grooved. They are they are playing the same system every single time almost. They should be ready to do that. But yet still we get this kind of cautious approach, and quite honestly they look they look they look clumsy and stodgy when they have the ball. And and you make the point, um, you know, the stubbornness, Rob, because I don't think it's going to change. I think if Spurs are going to get a top four spot and start no, to look more 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 likely. I think it's going to be the football. It's not going to be great. There's going to be halves of football where they dominate. There's going to be half of stodginess and not great defending and all these things. Mm. And I just mm. think that's you know that's how they got into the Champions League last time, and it's how they'll make or not make it this time, mate. I think some big things, some big questions will be asked. I mean, Conte's contracts up, and we don't know what's going to happen there. Um, the goalkeeper yeah. Rob, and he's been a World Cup winner. He's been a great captain for the yeah. football club. He's served his time particularly well. Yeah. It's time now for Hugo Lloris. I think we've all sort of said, I've been saying for a little while, if you're going to, you know, the success they want, look at Aaron Ramsey, Ramsdale, look at, at 
Bert Leno was in goal before. Bert Leno, in the end, was, was like Hugo Lloris. Every now and then, he'd let you down with something in a big game and it cost you. Mm. I think that's where Hugo Lloris is right now, Rob. Mm. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's certainly a, a, a really embarrassing error for the first goal. And, and I get there was a little deflection, but mm. that, was, that was really bad. I mean, to be fair to him, right, he, made, he, he did make some good saves. Come off his line a couple of times, yeah. and Ketcher, the one you talked about, where Ketcher yeah. took it a little bit wide, he was quick off his line. So he still makes plenty of good saves. But you're right, this is getting too often now. And yeah. um, I just sat with my son watching the games over the weekend, and we looked at Jordan Pickford. Um, yeah, we used to sort of say about Jordan Pickford, Rob, that um, you know he's he's this flamboyant. Yeah. I mean, he's just a bit. <laughs> you, you, you know, sometimes you know whether he's, you trust him because he's so blimmin' live wire. Yeah. Don't say that anymore. He's mm. a good goalkeeper. Mm. He's a he's a really. And somebody, I mean, how long are Everton going to? How long is he going to be okay staying with Everton when they, yeah. when stuff's going on there that's not great? He he would be the one, I think that the, the some of the big boys that say, listen, he's done well enough over a period of time now where he's a he's a Champions League goalkeeper. Mm. We know he's a national team for England. Um, that might be something to look at. But no, back to Hugo Lloris. Um, yeah, I agree. Legend, mm. world world champion. Yeah. I mean, you know, forever. But um, just just not at his best and and. Uh, that might be something to look at totally. Yeah, totally. Just before we wrap up the North London Derby, Robin, I don't know if you saw on, on the broadcast, yeah. so there were some scenes at the end of the game where I think there was a little oh, yeah. bit of an altercation between Richarlison and, and, and Ramsdale, the goalkeeper, and then Ramsdale went towards his goal yeah. to get his bottle out the back. It was, it, at first, we weren't sure what happened, but we've now had seen on, on uh, the pictures that a fan jumped up and kicked Ramsdale in the back. Um, obviously, he was. Uh, pushed away by all the stewards and things there. You know, Mikel Arteta ran and got his Arsenal players away from that end of the pitch up to the end. They celebrated. Yeah. But some news has come out, Rob, and, and Tottenham have put a statement. I think it, it, it's right for us to, to just read this statement so people are uh, aware of what happens. Yeah. But they, Tottenham have said, we're appalled by the behaviour of a supporter that attempted to attack the Arsenal goalkeeper Aaron Ramsdale at the end of today's game. Violence in any form will, has no place in the football club. This club has reviewed reviewed the CTTV footage to identify the supporter and we'll be working with the Met Police, Arsenal and Aaron Ramsdale to make, take the strongest possible action, including an immediate ban from Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. So that's Tottenham coming out. I don't know if you did get a chance to see it, Rob. It was a little bit of a, a, of a melee and things well, going on after the game, but it's not a good look yeah. for English football when fans are doing that. Regardless of what's happening, it's a North London derby. I know there's... Um, you know, two sides to, to the derby, but player safety is paramount in those situations. Yeah. Yeah, listen, we, we, we're right to bring it up. It's, it was awful. I, I, I saw it immediately. Um, I don't know how much force was behind the kick, but you mm -hmm. could obviously see the guy stepping over, trying to step onto the field and got, got a kick towards the back. Of, I guess he's trying to kick him towards the head. It looked like he made contact in the back. What I could see, couldn't mm -hmm. you know, he didn't get tons of angles yeah. on it. Um, whatever, a, a, a fan crossing that divide, going yeah. from stands, the seating area, onto the field or the the, the area around the pitch is, mm. is not okay. And it's, listen, we come, we, we, we go way back yeah. and we've seen some pretty horrific things mm. like that. And uh, I'm pleased that you had that. I haven't seen that report. I'm pleased yeah. that the Spurs have jumped on it. I hope desperately that they can recognize him from what he did. And he's got to have a life ban. Got to have a life ban. You're yeah. a fan yeah. and you try and get on the field and kick somebody towards the back or the head. A, 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 you know, a player that's in a, meant to be in a safe environment on, in that area. So, yeah, hated it. Absolutely hated it. Mm. Um, and let's hope they can get hold of him and, and kick him out.
Yeah, uh, no room for that. No room for that. Regardless of, of what your allegiance, what colours, what team you support, no. and, and Spurs doing the right thing coming out with that statement. And I'm sure with CCTV and, and people who will saw mm. the incident, uh, that that person is going to be banned. BP added more than seventy billion dollars to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Calling all operatives. From now to March 30th, MGM National Harbor invokes your skills to play Covert Cash, a spy-themed kiosk game series where classified missions, hidden rewards, and daily thrills await. Sign up for MGM Rewards to play and unlock up to $25,000 in hidden free play daily and entries into our grand escape car drawing on March 30th. Visit MGMNationalHarbor.com slash Covert Cash to begin your mission. Must be 21. Please play responsibly. For help, visit MDGamblingHelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Okay, mate, there was another big derby this weekend. It was at Old Trafford. It was red versus blue. It was Ten Hag versus Pep. What a game, mate. What a game. Tactically, I thought it was fascinating. (laughs) Incident, drama, goals, storylines, United revival. I mean, where do we start? Yeah, brilliant, isn't it? (laughs) Well, we should, I think we should probably start with the incident, Rob, because mm. it's, it, I, I can rarely remember such an incident that's yeah. caused so much reaction and opinion mm. and going over it and over it and over it yeah. and over it. Um, the offside, of course, the equalising goal uh, that Bruno Fernandes scored mm. as Marcus Rashford run through in an offside position. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, so it is my take on it, OK? okay. And, and, I, and I've got two, there's two angles to this. And, and sometimes people who react and shout things and, and yeah. online and all that don't often know all the rules and stuff. Yeah. Um, as I see, as I know the rules and I reread them again, I thought it was the correct decision to let the goal stand, given the rules. Yeah. And, and, and the rules basically, you know, we know it, we know he doesn't touch the ball. It's all about interfering with play. And there's a three different bullet points on interfering with mm. play. Um, and, and the main kind of one is, does he? stop somebody challenging for the ball yeah now i understand that akanji is yeah. close to that yeah so when i say i agree with it with the with the rules as they are mm. only just i just think that akanji probably wouldn't have got across if marcus rashford is invisible he's not there you know um of course the goalkeeper i'll get on to the second part yeah. of this. so so that was the thing could akanji get across and make a challenge was rashford position stopping him from do so that there i understand there's that's subjective but I just think when I see it, I've seen it a load of times, I don't know. I, I think the, the way the rule is written, that, that that's okay, right? So mm-hmm. that's my first take. My second point is, I don't like the law as it is, no, Rob. No. I mean, it, 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 and this is, where the, this is where the people come and hammer. Yeah. What is he? 
I totally agree. The goalkeeper's set yeah, yeah. for a shot from Rashford, yeah. and it changes. People are mm. aware that he's there. Now, so, so I, I feel like when an offside, there should be another bullet point in the, law, in the FIFA laws of the game that says something like, you know, if, if the offside player is so close to the ball, is it within yeah. one or two yards, yeah. then he's got to affect so many different people it's around him, affect, even yeah. though it might not affect their ability to challenge and win. It's, it will yeah. affect... Now, I know we don't want to stop the thing for offside. We've got to remember what it was brought in for. Yeah. And, you know, if a player is stood goal-hanging by this and, mm. and defenders saying, well, I'm worried about him. Well, you, can't, you, should, you haven't yeah. got to be worried yeah. about him. But when a player, the offside player, is not goal-hanging in somewhere else, but he's mm. right in the middle of the play with the ball right at his feet, then I think there should be another bullet point saying, yeah. like, you know, when a player is offside, gets really close. And I think the law now is uh, clearly... Clearly, he's used a couple of times actually yeah. in the laws. Clearly, attempts to play the ball. Well, he didn't clearly attempt to play the ball. He ran very close to it and then quickly got out of the way. So, somebody said the laws on ass, and, and I think mm, something that the laws should look at, yeah. maybe another line in that yeah. stuff. But as they are right now, I'm stressing this, yeah. I'm stressing this. I've just told you what I feel like. It, it felt wrong to me. It felt wrong. But in the, if you go through those laws, uh, no. And that's what VAR did, and that's what the officials yeah. do. Yeah. That's what they're doing. Um, no, he's not stopping challenging. No, he's not in the line of sight yeah, or whatever. That's yeah. a goalkeeper thing. Any of the line of sight. Does he stop somebody challenging? Does he? Does, does his, you know, Im impact on the ball affect other players? And I. And so there's a few that are subjectively tight. Mm. But my opinion is, as the laws, it was okay. But I, I think there's got to be something added there because it didn't feel right. What? what no, what, what's your I take agree. It didn't feel right. I, I also didn't didn't look right, Rob, when I saw it. So. For me, I, I totally agree. And mm. I, as we were going through it, and it was one of them that, you know, there's a few that happen during the course of a season that you go, oh, we need to get, make sure we get this one right. So I asked our researcher to give me all the, yeah. the lines of what, does he attempt to play the ball? No. It's clearly offside. Does he affect the uh, right. prisoners? Of no. So I came to the same conclusion. Yeah, By all those yeah. rules and all those laws, he actually is, isn't being played. The goal should stand. But... I just think, I think yeah, he affects yeah. a kanji. I, if somebody's in front of the ball, and somebody, and I don't know if you've seen it, Rob, somebody on social media has taken Rashford out of the picture. It's actually a picture with Rashford not there. And you can see that kanji okay. could, slide and, could right. slide and go and get that ball if Rashford wasn't there. So, in a way, he's got to affect him. I well, thought the goalkeeper that, well, should trigger, yeah. But because he's, because he's yeah. kind of standing and, and almost saying, like, I'm not getting involved, it, it's... Does he interrupt somebody's ability or something to go and, 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 and make the ball? He doesn't really. And challenge the ball. That, challenge well, that's, the ball. That's the law now. Yeah. And, that's well, what, yeah, and he doesn't. Time, but if he wasn't time, there... You said, you said that yeah. Akanji could have got across. Yeah. I think... The other one, Robin, and I saw the position and you've mentioned, I thought he, was, he, he had a big influence on the goalkeeper. I think if Marcus Rashford is running yeah. through and, and Edison's taking a position... For if Marcus yeah. Rashford's yeah. taking a shot. Now, if he yeah. sees, if, if Marcus won there and Bruno Fernandes, he might have a different position. He might be set in a different way because he's thinking, okay, Bruno's going to have to bend this. Or, so he's, he did, to me, he affected yeah. the goalkeeper. Yeah. But that's not, that, that's not in the laws now, Rob. Where Correct, the that's not in the laws, yeah. So was, was, couldn't have challenged it, but it's not in the couldn't laws. Couldn't have it challenged it. So there's yeah. that extra piece that Correct. there should be. There's something missing there. that there yeah. is a loophole that allowed it. And, like, yeah. you know, you, you try and give yeah. your opinion of what you think, and then you give the law to, to explain why 
it wasn't given. And some people right. ju- ju- kind of jump on and go, they're, yeah, they're go, things. oh, you're not, you don't get it. Oh, no, I do get it, but I'm telling you why it was given, not that I actually didn't. Yes. I think the flag right. should go up. It shouldn't right. have been a goal, but it was, and they scored, Rob, and we are where we are now. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I think we're on a similar thing there, Rob. And, and whether they'll look at that, um, yeah, and sometimes you get these, Rob, where it's handball or, or something mm. that, that really tests test the, the yeah. nuances of the written rule. Yeah. And that's one, a, a brilliant example of, well, actually, probably no, not that one, yeah. not that one, not that one. Yeah, it's a good goal. But it, like, like again, we don't have to repeat about it. So no. that, that well, was we also know Howard Webb's in charge, Rob, football, isn't he? The PG- say, Howard <laughs> Webb's in yeah. charge of the PGMOL yeah, now, yeah. and we know him well, and he yeah. is trying to change things and look at things so as you say that might be something that goes to him let's let's start off with with united setup mm. rob and, and and ten hogs tactical play luke shaw played at center back again martinez lindelof and Maguire on the mm. bench so obviously load of trust in him he went fred and casemiro in the middle of the park Martial up top rashford one side um who know the other um in terms of what he did, I thought he slowed City down, Rob. And you know, you, you did a great breakdown recently on how City tried to get those five players up in the pit. So whether it's a, a, a Gundogan yeah. or a Kevin De Bruyne yeah. and that. So Ten Hag decided Casemiro's going to deal with Bernardo Silva. Fred's going to deal with KDB. Yeah. Any one of the yeah. centre-halves, if Holland yeah. went short, was going to go man-to-man and tie. And then the two full-backs mm. deal with, with the wide players. Mm. Nullified a lot of what City were trying to do. Mm. It really did. It really did. I mean, there's a mixture of that, of well done, Eric Ten Hag, and well done for setting the team up a little bit yeah. differently. I mean, brave decision, by the way, on, on Luke Shaw. Mm. And like you said, Fred was, was very close to De Bruyne most of the time. Yeah. Not always. Yeah. He, it wasn't literally yeah. man to man all over the place, but he did a good job. Married with the fact that, that City, ugh, like, no, just, just, I thought. Again, most credit to Manchester United, but the City's football was was weak, was 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 uh, nothing going forward in the fight. I think they got yeah. one shot. They had one they shot, on one shot in the, the whole f- game. Yeah, one shot. First yeah. half, of course. Yeah, one shot on target in the whole game. First half possession, and and mm. United sat back and allowed that. That's normal against City mm. with the way that they play. But City didn't create anything. And, of course, they always leave themselves vulnerable. How many times have we said it? Usually on yeah. the back of Champions League yeah, nights, yeah. where the, the latter stages, the good sides that can, can, can that do have a game plan and, and organise and, 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 and block up mm. and hit them on the counter-attack, it was another one of those. Yeah. And United could have scored goals in the first half, by the way, that, yeah. that, they got, that City got caught out the space in behind. Pep said at the end, you know, uh, Man United are very good in transition. Mm. Um, they are. They are very good in transition, and, 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 and that's uh, Man City's Achilles' heel. Is it probably is always going to be given they have the ball? They manoeuvre it so well up the field yeah. that players get involved in positions where if it turns over or the, they, they slip on their ass or something happens, there's only two, two, two guys back there or maybe three. So, mm. classic game of proactive football possession against kind of a bit more reactive counter-attacking football, breakaway football, direct ball football to, to Rashford or whoever else to get in behind. And today or, or yesterday was a day where, yeah, the counter-attacking football came out on top. That's why a lot of teams do it. That's why Antonio Conte does it. That's why teams in major tournaments often do it to great success. So it was that day. And at the moment, Eric Ten Hag, you know, what, what he's doing, Rob, with some of these players reinventing them is, is, is probably the most reinventing them 
restarting them, resetting them. Obvious examples of Marcus Rashford, who's not, who's playing at a level that we've never seen. And we all kind of expected at some point in his career, God, this player looks like he's got, but we didn't quite get there. And Mm. I remember so many times on this podcast, God, when have we got to wait for Rashford? When is this going to, well, this is, they're seeing it. Fair play to the manager. Luke Shaw, another player that's been reinvented, reset. Not just as a centre back, by the way, mm. but also as a left back, he's playing really, really well. Yeah. There's, there's, there's quite a few players in this team. I mean, Fred showed that before, I suppose. Yeah. Bruno now is talking about the team element and, and how great they've been. Malasia is playing good at left back. I mean, it, it's, it, it really is. Uh, and Garnacho, another player that he yeah, trusts, he comes on for twenty minutes, I mean, doesn't he? he looks lively. Players, Rob, where mm. where we wouldn't think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he makes decisions that we're like, oh, that's, mm. oh, and and at the moment. It's working out pretty well. It's it's got to be exciting for Man United fans to yeah. sort of relax, take a breath, mm. and say, "Oh, we got we got a good guy. We got a good guy <laughs> yeah. in there. We trust him. Uh, he's getting he's getting the players to play a little bit. It's good good to watch." You know, you know, good old Beck. She's she's straight into how many who's in the in the title race. So I, I did the classic Jose: two big horses oh, and a little oh. horse. I mean, it listen points yeah, points wise, yeah. you'd have to say then the no, conversation, but they're in it. yeah. But, you know, yeah, realistically, yeah. is that something? I'm not so sure. I'm glad you haven't mentioned him, and I'm not sure if you did it on purpose. My underappreciated performer of the week, Robbie Musto, is Aaron Wan Bissaka, by the way. Now, oh. let, let, let oh. me throw Aaron Wan Bissaka at you. Everybody's telling me, which is including you by the sound of thing, what he can't do. Oh, he can't. He's not a modern. Uh, fullback. Oh, he can't get forward. Oh, he doesn't cross. Oh, Trent Alexander does this, and Reese James does that, and Wan Bissaka does nothing. Oh, Wan Bissaka's out the team. Oh, so Wan Bissaka sending back to Palace is only that level. Let, let's, let me just go another route with you. Trent Alexander Arnold can't one on one defend. Um, could do with g- oh, spending God. a week with, with no. Wan Bissaka. Wan Bissaka's kind of been out the picture, Rob, for, for some time. He's got his head down. I've heard he's been doing personal training, getting himself in better shape, getting himself in better mental shape. I thought he totally shut down Phil Foden. Let's just go back to reverse game where Foden and, and, and Haaland both got hat-tricks in the first uh, Manchester Derby 6-3 win for, for City. Um, I think he, he, he's simplifying his game going forward. I think he's another Ten Hag plus that there's enough basic... Quality, his speed and his defending are important. Now, can we start to work on the easier part of the game in some respect? Can he can he be a little bit more um, clinical and, and clever with, with, with his play? He's a balance to what the rest of the team are with his pace. He's a bit Carl Walker-esque with his re- recovery pace. Um, and it, for a player who could have been out the door, Aaron Wambasaka has prolonged his Manchester United career. And your face isn't 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 giving me much encouragement, by the way. Oh, can you see my face? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I, listen. I, <laughs> um, underappreciated. Yeah. Underappreciated. Yeah. I, 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 I Fans, just, I'm not public, general board. public, I say, think he's a, don't, 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 particularly Wambasaka can't play. Everybody talks about he can't well, play, Rob. That's the first thing I, they say. No, I just no. Yeah, I, I, no, I know. I, listen, you make a, a nice argument. I just think, you know, I think he is appreciated for what he can do. He's a good defender, and he's tough to get around, and he makes sliding tackles, and he's good. Like, and he's appreciated for that. 
If you can, if you put me an argument where you know what, Mbwambasaka did a little got run behind, put in a cross. You know, uh, they scored from a cross. Where he plays a great through ball. He clips somebody over the top, and then you say to me he's underappreciated. I'd be like, yeah, there you go. Yeah, maybe he is. Maybe we don't see that in his game. How about? I just, okay. I just. Uh, not, I hear I'm you. I hear agreement with you. I hear on, you, my lord. That, you know I, I, mean? I hear you, my lord. But how about just appreciating a defender who defends? I know. He, I know. He ho shock horror. Yeah. A defender who defends ain't bad, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and and Mwamba Saka's one a bit no, old I, I school, know, and, and I, a bit. Uh, you know, he was out the door. Dallo yeah. was the new flavour, and he was out the door. And I just think sometimes a player who gets his head down, who works hard, who gets back in the team, and is now part of a team, will be going to Crystal Palace this week yeah. against his old mob, against Zaha and all that. And and as a Manchester United player, many thought he'd be out the door. Many thought that this window he'd be gone. And I just fair play yeah. to somebody who gets his head mm -hmm. down, trains yeah. hard, gets back in the team. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. You are. You'll be. You'll be absolutely um, justified in, in what you're saying. If he stays in the team, Rob. If he yeah. stays in that team yeah. and he continues to perform right back to mm. Eric Ten Hag's liking, yeah. and Man United finishing the top four, and he stays in that side, then fair play. Then fair play. Then you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. If if he's that good a player mm -hmm. that can be in a top four team at right back at that football club with the pressure that that, that comes. And he stays there, a real important part of a, of a new look back four, possibly. Okay. Then I'm with you. I just, I just don't know whether you know, a few more weeks he might find himself out the side. But, but it's, a, well, it's an see. interesting. It's an yeah, interesting. I wanted to throw it in. I'll throw um, you yeah, one we'll Saka up and say, we'll stay in the yeah. team till till the summer, and Musty will be all in for you. Yeah. Um, so yeah, great win for United. Get some back up, up there. Um, Thirty-eight points now with a game in hand against Newcastle so top four football is looking something serious let's move it to the Amex Stadium my friend and I know you've watched this game we didn't we saw the highlights and just kept looking up and every time I looked up the team in blue and white were, were flying forward and making things happen mm. Tony Mars with a couple of goals it, it's Brighton mm. and, and, and Liverpool just before we get to Liverpool and, and you'll say Rob I just want a quick word on, on Roberto De Zerbi because yeah. Bit of a tough week, really. His club records, yeah. his leading scorer, Andrew Trossard, has decided that he, he sounds like he's downing tools a bit in training. Yeah. Attitude's been bad. Was banned from yeah. the match day squad, stay away. Deserby's concentrated on the players that he's got. Got a 3-0 win against Liverpool. And all the headlines and all the pressure. If, if they lost that game and people start saying, well, do you have to get players round? I thought, well done, Deserby. Well done, Brighton. Um, and that, that's a club... It's going in the right direction. It's had a brilliant uh, appointment with Deserby. And a manager who's showing a current day player, actually, it isn't all about you and it's not your own way. This football club's bigger than any individual. It's, it's a good, actually, it's a good way of starting this conversation, Rob. Um, first off, it wasn't, it wasn't our feature game at 10 o'clock. But the score's coming in and I'm like, I've got to watch this. So I went back and watched it later in the day yeah. to get a sense of what happened. But back to your point, I mean, Landry Trossard's been the star player. Mm -hmm. He has been the, the, the leading light for, for a few seasons now. Versatile, great attitude, brilliant ability, scoring goals. So to do this or have this kind of flare up a little bit because Trossard's gone public. Yeah. Like his agent said, I want to leave. he wants to leave the club. I think his contract's up, Rob, very soon. It I think he's got 18 months. Next summer or something. Yeah, like 18 up. months, yeah. Yeah, so he's nearly up. So he's got, so next, some, after the next one, mm -hmm. he'll be up. So. Big, big call, Rob, to be strong with him. Now, I think he's already said, like, I want to talk to him, you know, because it's going to be smart to get him back on board. But, yeah. but super brave to take that stand. 
Evan Ferguson, the, the young players in this team, and you talk about a club, Robert. Again, I, 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 I've had a little look. At, I took a deep dive into Brighton yesterday afternoon, and uh, this club. I, I'm just fascinated with why at certain clubs I see I see in the league table now. I'm looking at the league table, I see mm. Brighton and Hove Albion seventh. I see Brentford eighth. Yeah. Brentford that have yeah. sixteen thousand people, I think, at their stadiums. Like the ownership. Is it's such an incredibly important part of any football club, mm. and it, it, you can put the name, you can put any name there. My old team, Oxford United, Cambridge United, you know, at Wimbledon, Rob. Mm. Any team you you bring in a, a, a top a, a, a owner, and it's going to go places. It happens to be Brighton Hove Albion. Brilliant ownership. Tony Bloom, like he's he's in this stats-based business yeah. of gambling and super analytical. Paul Barber, very, very experienced guy with the FA and with other clubs, Spurs, I think Vancouver for a little bit of time mm. as well. Um, they've lost, not only have they lost players, Rob, they've lost Win Stanley as well. I can't remember his first name. Is it Paul Win Stanley, the guy? Paul Win Stanley, the, yeah. The, the yeah. main recruiting yeah. guru, Paul Win Stanley, that's gone to Chelsea. Yeah. So not yeah. only did they take the manager mm. uh, from Ch- from Brighton, but they took their main oh, recruiting guy as well. Yeah. Now they're going to yeah. reshuffle, and there's another mm. couple of guys that are going to go and do that stuff. But talk about a club that's well run. Now, onto the game and to the football. I mean, I, I, I'm watching it. I'm like, hang on a minute. Am I watching, am I watching Brighton or, or, or am I watching Barcelona, <laughs> Barcelona or Real Madrid? I, I mean, yeah. I mean, it, the, the, the dominance, Rob, and the football mm. and the ease of which they beat Liverpool was, was stunning to me. Now, you know, we'll get very quickly, I'm sure, onto Liverpool, yeah. how, they, how poor they were. Uh, I suppose helped, but the the club as Brighton and the people that own it and some of the players, Rob, uh, shocked me. And I'm going to just carry on here whilst I'm on a run. My underappreciated performer. And by the way, in this game, there there were two that I wanted to pick. The first one I wanted to pick, which I didn't. So my my honourable mention is Solly Marsh. Mm. Solly Marsh. Where is he? He's a left footed. Wing back's been around the game for a long time, been at Brian for a while. Yeah, he's technical, but nobody really gives him respect to being a top player. He's been brilliant, and he was brilliant in this game. But this this is more of a, and we we, we kind of combine this underappreciated with a little bit of watch him. Mm. Tip for the top. Karu Mitoma. Karu Mitoma was in the World Cup for Japan. Yeah. I think it was at university. He did a thesis on dribbling past opponents and I think he put a camera on his head and it just sort of in this little class to try to try and figure out how he beats players and stuff he 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 underappreciated my goodness people watch out for him please and some of you some of our listeners and watchers might already be aware of him and have seen him he's a little uh he's, he's on the place on the left hand side he's got the quickest feet you've ever seen quickest really good sharp feet change of direction he assisted I think for the first goal in the game um, what a little player he is, Mitoma. I mean, you know, we saw a little bit of him in the World Cup with Japan. Yeah. He didn't get a ton of playing yeah, time. he didn't play that well. Talk about time, yeah. fans' favourite, Rob. Mm. Yeah, but fans' favourite. Mm. And dribbling, I mean, he ripped. And I don't know if that's a very good word, <laughs> but, but Trent Alexander-Arnold. So left winger against Trent being yeah. right back. I mean, Trent didn't really have any answers to stop him playing. Of course, with Liverpool, the way that they play, yeah, basically, football, Trent yeah, Alexander-Arnold yeah. plays in a back four, as a right wing back, he's a right mm. wing back in a back four. So back four is normally full backs, like mm. or, or, or outside backs, whatever you want to call him. He plays as a wing back, so he's, he doesn't really play in that spot. Liverpool kind of play with three at the back without Trent, um, so that was even more of a problem. But I just thought I'd give everybody a flag up for Koro Mitoma, Japanese winger for Brighton. What a little player he is, mate! Yeah, good, go. great shout. Uh, seen bits of him. You see speed. He's got that. He's got that kind of. Um, 
feet there. He oh. runs at people. He can change direction. He's low uh, yeah. centre body. Uh, good choice. Let's talk about Liverpool, though, Rob, because as well as Brighton did and yeah. are doing, yeah. and you know, props to them um, sitting where they are in the table, uh, seventh in, 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 in the Premier League, above the likes of Liverpool and Chelsea and, and other big clubs. Liverpool, Rob, is becoming a story. Um, apparently, after the game, Jurgen Klopp went over to Liverpool fans, apologised. He went in media and said that it's the worst performance under his reign. Um, when we were doing the highlights, I did the highlights package, just obviously saw the goals in a couple of incidents, and I said, alarm bells are starting to ring yeah. at uh, yeah. Anfield. Yeah. This is starting to look a little bit more serious, Rob. This is starting to look like we might be talking rebuild. I know Van Dijk's out, I know one or two injuries with, with players, but what's there, what's been there, the history of this club, the history of Klopp with this group of players, doesn't mm. seem to... Something doesn't mm. feel right, Rob. Something feels a bit off. Well, f first off, I think what we have to say is what we say to a lot of clubs, Rob, and I'm, and I'm going to say it about Liverpool as well. They've got a lot of injuries, mm. right? And, 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 you know, we say that to other clubs sometimes if we give them a little bit yeah. of an out like Chelsea I've said before mm. that Chelsea you know this new manager's got these injuries not ideal getting the great it's similar to Liverpool they've yeah. got a ton of injuries in particularly the front and defensively well I guess Van Dijk really is the only one defensively yeah. but attacking wise they've got a lot of injured players um, but wow I think Klopp said Rob that, that this may be the worst game he's ever yeah, managed worst I managed. think he yeah, said he that said, yeah. so, but yeah, I'm not said, yeah. something in his career, not just at Liverpool. Oh. They, they I, I couldn't believe it, actually. I couldn't believe it, Rob. They, they couldn't get the ball off Brighton. They couldn't get the ball off Brighton. There was nothing. There was nothing. They were flat. Uh, there was nothing going forward. Some of their football, he tried with the diamond in midfield, then he went with the 4-3-3. He's trying to... Get, uh, Cody, uh, Cody Gakpo started. Mm. was played in a couple of different spots. Oxley Chamberlain's in the team at the moment. Uh, they're struggling a little bit. It, the midfield, the same thing. He made all the subs again. It, it, the, I couldn't believe how they were outplayed. They were outfought, and there was nothing. There was nothing from Liverpool to sort of like say, you know, we had a tough first half, but yeah. second half was more like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. they got on the front foot, and Brighton had to defend well. I, I, Brighton were, were like, it, this is this is a comfortable. Can we play you every week? Type of thing that the fans <laughs> probably probably start singing because it was that easy for Brighton. I I I was I was shocked at how bad Liverpool were, and you said just a couple of minutes ago, Rob, that. Alarm bells are ringing. I think the alarm bells are ringing about maybe a couple of months ago when Jurgen Klopp was jumping around and reacting crazy to lots of things going on with the media, mm. with his team. He was flipping. He was fl his head was all over the shop. He's not anymore, mate. He's not anymore. He's not even angry. And that is the alarm bells. Are, they've just gone off. They're 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 done. They're they're, they're well, not they're done, but he he is. He doesn't look like he's getting frustrated the way that they're playing. He looks frustrated at the way they are. And you know, not, not that I can't do anything about this, but like, mm. yeah, this is kind of what we are right now. And, and the anger's gone, Rob. And that's more worrying. And when you talk about rebuilding stuff yeah. like that, I don't know whether, you know, I, I, yeah, I don't know how far off the truth that is, my friend. I know they've got some injuries and stuff mm. like that, but... But I, I, I was shocked. And, and listen, maybe all teams will have a, a shocking day and, and um, you know, maybe this is just one for them. But I, yeah. I, I couldn't believe, and I'm pleased I went back to watch the game to see how bad it was. And Brighton, of course, silky, good, deserve you, by the way. I mean, early yet. Then let's, let's, you know, 
yeah. chill a little bit on him, but he, he looks like he's mm. he's continued what they were good at and he's added what they weren't good at. Yeah. And we all know what yeah. that is, the scoring the and ball putting the ball in the back, in the back the of the net. net. Yeah. The goals from recent games, goals, goals, mm. goals. The, the, they, um, and that was kind of, that was that was promised, not promised, but that was kind of like known about this guy. Well, yeah. his previous yeah. clubs, he scores. They, he finds a way to make his team score goals. He's doing it. It's super impressive right now what Brighton are doing, where they are in the league. I mean, seventh in the league seventh, table. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's uh, incredible. It's stunning. But I, but I, but, but Liverpool, Rob, were were mm. beyond poor, beyond average. It was flat out like stale, awful. Mm. Difficult times for Liverpool and doesn't get any easier. It's next weekend, Rob. They're the early mm. kickoff. Play Chelsea at home at Anfield. So we'll see how I'll perform there and how that one goes because um, yeah. you know it's a Chelsea yeah. team that. Obviously got yep. a win this weekend and we'll yep. be looking to establish themselves. So, yeah, work to do for Jurgen Klopp and Liverpool. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Let's go back to a game that, that happened today. Newcastle United won Fulham nil. I think you could almost say two underappreciated teams, Rob, I think, uh, over the course of the season. The, the job that Eddie Howe and Marcus Silva have done at the two respective clubs. Again, a bit of incident, a bit of drama in this one um, with uh, Newcastle United winning the game 1-0. Uh, Alexander Izak coming on and, and scoring late on. But Mitrovic had a chance for Fulham, former Newcastle player with a penalty. It was one of those where he was slipping and hit his foot with the ball, so you can't touch the ball twice yeah. to go in the net which was yeah. a big, big blow for Fulham, not taking the 1-0 lead with the, that amount of time in, in the game. And then Newcastle puts in maximum on second half. Uh, Alexander Izak was on, and Izak came up with with an important goal, which means yeah. another three points for Newcastle. The only probably downside for Newcastle, Robin, have you heard that Bruno Guimaraes had a, a... He twisted his ankle in a challenge in the first half after about 20 minutes, stayed in the game for the rest of the half, which doesn't sound great, and then we'll see him in, in a surgical boot after the match and, and crutches. And Eddie Howe said he's yeah. hoping it's not too bad, it's just yeah. precautionary. But, I mean, that would be a blow to, to lose him. But Newcastle, my friend, keep winning. Uh, keep this, this yeah. unbelievable. I think they've unbeaten in 14 yeah. Premier League games now, longest record in the league. Uh, in, just incredible, incredible stuff that, that Eddie Howe's doing. Yeah, it continues, doesn't it, Rob? It continues. And Fulham, by the way, are a, are a good side, mm. and they're a match for anybody. 
and they they almost held on. And and this is what you know Newcastle have at the moment. They've got a they kind of got a sneaky good squad. Uh, and we talked about Isaac and and Saint Maximin yeah. not being involved just yet. Well, they're back fit again, and mm. they're off the bench and they're doing their thing. I see that uh, I saw the highlights. Rob a bit and uh, oh, what's his name? Saint Maximin almost scored from yeah. a shot just out of the box. Yeah. Of course, Isaac scores a little tapping header from Callum Wilson, nodding it back. So it continues to go on, and defensively is what is yeah. is 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 probably what it's based on that defensive kind of determination to keep clean sheets um, with the goalkeeper in the back four yeah. that you wouldn't expect when you get the names of a back four mm-hmm. to be able to do that, but they're doing it amazingly well. Bruno Gamarish, yeah, that that's that's a concern because mm. he's a brilliant player. He's a brilliant, brilliant player. Um, but I, you know. The euphoria around the place right now is going to drive them on. Yeah, they're 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 not a lock, but they they look top four bound to me. Mm. They got a good squad with people coming getting fit again. I think you have got to respect them and put them in the title race if we're going to have this race that, we're, that, that we talk about a lot. Um, they're in the of course they're in the race. Of course they're in the race. They're they're right there. Like they're like one point behind uh, Manchester City. So they they got there on merit. On, on the back of this defensive uh, solidity and again I didn't see every minute of this game because no. it was in that busy window but I saw the highlights and I and I you know late goals against a good mm. Fulham side mm. with subs coming on and Isaac scoring and place going crazy it, it rolls on it rolls on Newcastle United again one of the there's probably four or five massive stories really yeah uh, and Newcastle <laughs> third place in the in the Premier League after well they've done half of their games now 19 games is one of the stories of the season for sure yeah absolutely incredible job done by by Eddie Howe um, and his staff up, up there in Newcastle sitting pretty in, in in the top four and as you say part of the conversation in the title race um, the other big game this weekend mate was where there was suppression it was a derby uh, it was Chelsea at Stamford Bridge at home to Crystal Palace let's not forget Chelsea lost 2-1 to Fulham on Thursday night mm. Felix um Jal Felix was on loan, got himself a red card. Yeah. He's going to miss three games. He had his suspension to nine uh, first-team players who were out injured. It was almost a great team that wasn't able to play for Chelsea that was. Um, it meant that one or two um, players were given an opportunity. Um, Felix Shield made his first start for Chelsea. Uh, Conor Gallagher started uh, in midfield. Chukwemeka started in midfield. So it was, it was a younger-looking uh, Chelsea team. Um, how do you think, mm. thought they did? Mm. I thought they did all right, Rob. I thought mm. in the first 20, 20 30 minutes, um, my notes consisted of like possession for nothing. Mm. Tippy tappy Chelsea, I thought a little bit. A little yeah. bit. You know, looked okay on the ball. Mm. I think like 70% had one shot or something. Yeah. But I thought, to be fair, as the first half wore on, they started to penetrate a little bit more. I thought Conor Gallagher was good. Yeah. I thought Conor Gallagher was very, very good in midfield, made good runs in behind. He actually got in behind and pulled the ball back. Yeah. Didn't always find the right situation, solution there. And as a day that we see Mudrick in the stands, Rob, Bacala Mudrick, this new player uh, that they, they poached away from um, Arsenal, offered more money, I guess, to, to make him come to Stamford yeah. Bridge on an eight-and-a-half-year contract. An eight-and-a-half-year <laughs> contract, like just 18 <laughs> months away from a testimonial, which is amazing. <laughs> These contracts, long ones. I just think, Rob, like, are we, are we, are we at the beginning of of a of a big transition of yeah. Chelsea yeah. playing squad and the team? Yeah. And we're going to see more and more of these young players coming in and 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 really transforming yeah. what they are or what they have been over the last couple of seasons, yeah. but also setting themselves up to be something 
maybe special for the next decade. Yeah. Now, Chelsea in the past, Rob, and I've, I've always noted this with them, that, that, that through great recruitment, they've, they've managed to, to get great squads together that last a long, long time. Yeah. Whether it's, you know, your Frank Lampard, your John Terry's, your signings of Drogba and, and, and Ed Nazar that stayed a long time. Yeah. Like, you, you, that's the basis of their success when they won all the stuff. They mm. kept changing managers. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they yeah. had a great squad. Mm. I think they're trying to do that. Now, they, a lot of criticism for Todd Bowley and, and, it, and maybe a little scattergun approach of bringing people in. But just maybe yeah. that all this crazy amount of money that he's spending on players, maybe there's some good young ones in there. Maybe there's a good team yeah. that, that's, you know, Wesley Fafana is one of those that's out yeah. right now. You know, Lewis Hall, 18 years of age. You know, Gallagher you talk about, Chuck Mueka you talk about, can play versatile. I thought Buddy Shiel, yeah. uh, Benma Buddy Shiel, left side centre back mm. in a back four in this game, looked pretty good. Apart from Chugga Silva, of course, again, yeah. like, looks like a different level to mm. everybody else, but, you know, he's not one for the future. I just think, and, and Havertz, to be fair to him, I thought he was poor, because I watched both games. I watched Thursday's game, yeah. poor. Kai Havertz uh, against um, Fulham. And just a quick shout, Jao Felix, by the way, looked, yeah, looked got, really good until, pitch, yeah. you know, his excitement got, got away with him. Yeah, he was really, really good. So I, I, just, mm. I just think, well, for me, I'm going to start to kind of think about this team as... Is something that yeah they're going to have a bit of a, a, a bit of a nightmare season really results mm. and stuff like that. But it's obvious they're trying to buy a lot of the best play, players on the planet, the younger players. So yeah. at some point you can, you might start to see this team evolve into something that might be exciting. Long way to go, think, of course. Yeah, yeah. But, I think it's a really good know, point. They spend we, a ton of money, Rob. They can't all be bad yeah, players. These young ones. We we touched on it uh, in in one of the bridge shows in, in Bexas, and, and I said. It might be that, you know, and, and David Ornstein actually came on today, I should mention this, and, and obviously talked about the Mudrick signing and, you know, Chelsea nipping in instead of Arsenal and said, just need to put out there that mm. um, Graham Potter has more to say with most of your transfers than people think. People who just feel like these things are just being bought and Potter right. doesn't know anything about it. So that, that was encouraging, Robin, and I said to Bex that mm. if, if Bowley okay. and Potter have got their heads together and they're starting to amass a group now... Well, I totally agree with you. I think there's a new cycle coming at Chelsea, and that new cycle is a group of younger yeah, profile yeah. players coming in. But I tell you what else is also important, Rob. Some players need to leave the football club. Aspilicueta has been a brilliant servant, and it's always hard to talk of people who've been yeah. as good as servants. Yeah. But his time's come. His time's come. Kovacic and Jorginho, probably yeah. their time's done. Aubameyang, his yeah. time's done. You know, if they yeah. can keep Chago Silva yeah. for another year and he can help these year or two, then, then they're great. But I also think, Rob, the, yeah. you're right in terms of there's a massing a group of young, talented players and he's getting rid of some of the players that actually don't fit or not the right profile or wrong age or not attitude. And then, and then Rob, I, I think we get to see the, quality of, the qualities of Graham Potter that make him a great manager working on the training ground and getting people to play. Yeah. Because that's a bit we haven't really seen yet. Graham Potter's had to deal 100%. with so much other stuff that we haven't really seen what's the best of him. The best of him when yeah. he's coaching good young players. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right, Rob. And I think also, let's, let's, let's look back on the structure of the club. It's changed now. Mm. They've got Christ Christopher Vival, I think it is, and, and Wynn Stanley, as we talked about in yeah. terms of scouting. And they've got a new technical director. You know, the staff has changed. So now in the, in the recruitment side of things, they've got some of the best in the business. Yeah. Now they've, they're in their positions. Yeah. So the, the theory is, if they do work that you might expect from these guys, then, then 
everything starts to improve. Yeah. You know, I, I totally I think it's a great shout, Rob, with some of the, the older players that's going to start to transition out. You know what it may look like? I don't know. It's reminding me of is Arsenal. Yeah. Arsenal yeah. with your, your David mm. Luiz and, and Aubameyang and Ozil players that, and, old and yeah, that, that were like yeah. not the future and flipping Ozil, all these. And, and I'm not saying there's there's a ton of problem players there, but Arsenal, this, the, what they've done in terms of young players and a couple come through the academy, like mm. uh, that Chelsea can bring players through the academy. Yeah, and I've got yeah. some now that are coming through mm -hmm. with young signings. Arsenal made a lot of young signings that have worked out. Took them a couple of seasons maybe to get really... That might be what they're trying to do. The long contracts are interesting. Yeah. I think we know that that's partly to um, to space out this, the transfer fee over yeah, for many years. Period, so yeah. you, you kind of stay on the right side of financial fair play, which has got to start be like yeah, flagging a little bit. Yeah, at some spending, point. But, but the long yeah. contracts maybe mm. help that. Um, so 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 new structure. Everything's new, and you're yeah. right. I mean, I mean, if Potter can get through this horrendous, like it feels like a, an awful kind of few weeks and, and maybe yeah. months uh, as this continues, uh, wouldn't it, wouldn't it be fun to see him with mm. a with a fully fit squad, a lot of exciting new young players, and trying to build a new Chelsea team? Yeah. Now there might be fans out there that that don't want to hear that, that want better performances right now, and is he up to it, and all this kind of stuff. Mm. I just think you've got to respect what the thought process is of Todd Bowley and this club in terms of a new structure. They've got a new manager that's yeah. done well with young players, that plays a good stand, uh, brand of football. They've got the good expert recruitment people in now, and they're starting to, they've got tons of money to spend on bringing in some of these very, very talented young players yeah. in the hope of a future special Chelsea project. We'll yeah. see. Yeah, absolutely right. 1 uh, 0 win, important win, takes a bit of pressure off, gets mm. the three points against the Palace team that's. Things are just going a little bit flat for, for um, Patrick Vieira at the moment. I think that's five defeats in six all competitions, out of the cup competitions. Um, just needs to make sure, maybe you were a couple of faces mm. in there, just needs to freshen things up a little bit. But they do play Man United, Man United on, on Wednesday, so that place will be jumping. Sellers will be jumping as they host uh, Manchester United. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. That's always a big game for Palace fans. Listen, mate, we're now in, so let's touch on a few of the other results from um, games this weekend, um, mm. and then we'll just have a quick Gareth Bale kind of tip of the hat before we, we wrap things up. Let's start with Brentford. Brentford 2, Bournemouth 0. It was Friday night football um, at the GTEC. It was another piece of evidence of the, of the great work that uh, Thomas Frank does. It shows he can win without Ivan Tony. They beat Liverpool 3-1. With Ivan Tony, with the penalty kick that gets the first goal. Um, really interesting, Robin, and maybe it's a conversation we'll, we'll just touch on at the end of things. But Thomas Frank signed, I think, a five-year contract at, yeah. at Brentford, and I think it's great business. What a, what a good manager. We had some great behind-the-scenes shots on Friday. There's a little bit more access given by the Premier League, so we got interviews at half-time. We got a few shots in the dressing room. 
He's charismatic, Rob. He, he's got a, a, a good relationship with players. The, the, there's a real feel around the football club. Um, another top operator who's come into the league, albeit coming up through the championships, and bought something and shown that good coaching and good recruitment and good management can hold you a good place in the Premier League. Good, good shout, Rob. Let me, let me just chuck this in. This is, this is the, a one-off comment I'll make right now. In terms of, I mean, it's obvious, obvious what job he's done at, Brian, mm. at mm. Uh, Brentford. Yeah. I, I just don't know whether, and again, this is me, you know, my being a football snob here a little bit. I, 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 in terms of where he could go next, right? Normally, if you, yeah. you know, you, you might see, well, we've seen it with Brian. Graham yeah. Potter, yeah. the style of football, mm -hmm. gets a top job. Yeah. Uh, that's just one question on this game, Rob. Is, is his physical, high-energy Direct at times style of football. They, I think the stats say they're the they're the most you know. Yeah, go from front to back. Yeah, yeah. Could mm. that? Yeah, a little bit more than any of the others. Yeah. Could, would that maybe make him a little bit less attractive? A bit more of a risk of a of a bigger club that might look to him in the future. That's that's my one question. Yeah, it, it, it's a good question. It, it, it carries merit. I don't think so because if I was a known, I'd look at his game. I, I don't think he's just long ball. I think he can play through the lines at times. I think he yeah. understands his players. He's got Ivan Tony uh, play to his strength, um, but they, they, they can play quick counter-attack. Counter-attack last week against Liverpool, counter-attack the second goal against Bournemouth. I've got to tell you, Robin, there is talk out there, and we'll mention a little bit uh, about David Moyes and West Ham. I tell you what, if I was West Ham, I'd be all mm. over that, by the way, if there's, there's a release clause. Oh, I right. think it'd be perfect yeah. for somebody mm. like him. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, one thing's well, for sure, he's doing a brilliant yeah. job. T two 0 against Bournemouth, they keep they keep rolling on. It's just yeah. very impressive. Let's go to Everton, my friend, because um, this didn't go to plan for Frank Lampard. Everton won Southampton two. Great week for Southampton. Let's give credit to them. Nathan Jones, he's won in the FA Cup yes. against Palace. Yes. He won in the League Cup against Manchester City, and he wins in the Premier League. His first Premier League win. Two one. Well done to him. Well done to his team and well done to uh, James Ward-Prowse who continues to play at another level Worry, yeah. worrying times my friend for Everton and we haven't got time on this podcast we may at some point have to do an Everton podcast get our mate Tim Howard in <laughs> and sit down and, and, and have a chat because yeah. it was, I thought it was, it was a sad, I said to Beck it's a sad day off the pitch for Everton with what was going on the fans where the fans yes. had, the, the owners have been yeah. told don't come to the football club because of your safety it was a sad day on the pitch in terms of what we're seeing, Robin. I know that they've got problems. It's not a great squad. They're a better team. Their names in there are better than Southampton's. Uh, they lose the game. It's a club I thought that sh uh, showed a, a bad side of itself at the weekend uh, when they're, they're better than this, Everton. They're a better football club. They're better people than what, than what he, this weekend showed. Yeah, listen, I, I don't have to repeat any of that, Rob, really. You know, fans threatening board members is is hor horrible for, for me. The board, what, when can they come back? Mm. I mean, can they come mm. back and watch the team that they're tr trying to help? And you, you, know, you can criticise. And, and first off, by the way, this one, of course, this is a minority, I, I'm, I'm assuming. Yeah. You know, we know Everton, the club, and we yeah. know that we, we play them. Brilliant club, brilliant supporters, great atmosphere. So I can't imagine it's the whole yeah. set of power or a big majority. It's a, it's a, it's a minority that's maybe threatened some of these, which is no, there's no, um, there's no room in the game for that, of course. Um, 
you know, they, 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 they scream at the end of the game, you're not fit, fit to wear the shirt. They're yeah. turning their anger now really onto the, onto the maybe the playing side of things. Um, like you, Rob, when I go through this Everton team, it, it's better than this. Mm. And, and I, listen, we like Frank and, yeah. and, and, and he, he cares about this club. He had an amazing job at the end of last mm. season where the, the fans, we talked about how they wouldn't let yeah. the club go down. It's an amazing supporting club. And, you know, I want to say, I want to say that Frank's a man to get him out of it. But I look at this team, it's not bad. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. I mean, they brought in those Tarkovsky's a good defender, mm. Kodas a defender. You've got Anana, who's maybe the best player in the club right now. Anana can get four, like, what a good player. Scores the first goal just before half time. Yeah. They've got just a Garner Gay that's a little older now, but he's experienced. He's, good. he's, he's a good protecting player. You know, you've got, you've got um, Anthony Gordon. You know, Cabot Lewin is fit now. I mean, shouldn't they be a bit better than this, Rob? Like, yeah, again, like, we, we need to have like we need to have different podcasts. There's so much yeah. to say of so many games, so many clubs. <laughs> but I feel like I love Frank. We mm. know him a little bit. He's the nicest guy in the world. But I, I feel this team should be doing, doing better, better yeah. with the players they've got, and yeah. that's all we can do as analysts, Rob, mm. is to look at the squad. Mm. We know all these players. What we're seeing. Yeah. It, could they be organised, coached differently to get better results? And and, mm. and I'm starting to to starting to think maybe yes, and maybe somebody else. Mm. And it seems crazy they've had so many different managers. Maybe some of them is the same bunch of players. Yeah. I just feel it's not a bad squad, and they shouldn't mm. be like well, what are they? The the, the joint bottom. Yeah, the joint bottom in the league, yeah, not, not good so enough, mate. It's awful. Term, yeah, turmoil yeah. in the football club. They got out of trouble last last season. Uh, yeah. Looks like they're going to be fighting it again. And, and yeah, yeah. Uh, last line on this is well, yeah. I said to, to recently, Bex, I used to remember when Everton were, were seen as like best of the rest, not quite the b- big six, but they were one of them teams that you know will be the next. I mean, now they they become relegation f- for yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's incredible. Yeah. Let's take it to the East Midlands. Uh, a big derby for them in that part of the world. And I know it well. Nottingham Forest played Leicester City. Forest Rob have got a little bit of momentum. Two goals from Brennan Johnson in a big game against Leicester City team that had chances. Harvey Barnes had a couple of good looks at goal, probably should have done better. But Steve Cooper's kind of got a little bit of momentum going, Robin. I'll just take a quick look yeah, at the um, yeah. quick look at the table to say that Nottingham Forest are now in 13th place yeah, on 20 points. Yeah. 20 points. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. 20 points. Like just mm. back-to-back victories, what it can do for you in this league yeah. table. Above Leicester City. Mm. Leicester City, who we kind of thought uh, maybe a month or so ago before the World yeah, Cup, just the got World their Cup. stuff together yeah. a little bit mm. and got some results. They're now two points. They're two points from the bottom of the league table, Leicester. Yeah. And somebody said it. I don't know, It might have been you, Rob. I don't think it was you. I think somebody said, maybe in our group, that yeah, Leicester are doing better now, but I think they're yeah. going to go back down again. I think they're going to struggle. That person, <laughs> yeah. whoever it was, yeah. might be right. Mm. Might be right. I mean, they're, 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 they're all of a sudden, they're sinking down mm. again. Um, but, but Nottingham Forest, I mean, fair play. Yeah. Fair play to find a way with all that group. And the team's similar now. I looked at yeah. the team and it's yeah. kind of similar. They're not making so many changes. And wins were three points. You know, what? they've got five mm. wins, Rob, from 19. Yeah. And what do we say? Exactly halfway through. We always say that teams look for 10 wins. Because yeah. that, mm. that, that, that gets some jumps from up to 30 points. They're going to get some draws, you know, to get around 35, 38 mm. points. They've got, they're halfway there, not in Forest. Yeah. You know, 19 games played, five wins. He's finding something. And in, in this league, and, and I tweeted out, Rob, again this weekend, if you look at this league table, by the way, this is it's hysterical, astonishing, amazing mm. league table. Just is. Yeah. West Ham, Everton in the bottom three. 
you know, Arsenal there, Newcastle yeah, there, yeah. Liverpool, Chelsea. I'm looking at them and the right yeah. mid table. Brighton, Brentford. I mean, Nottingham Forest. I mean, it's it's. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's a crazy table. Yeah. I mean, it's why we love love yeah. this sport and particularly, of course, the Premier League. So no, fair, fair play to um to Nottingham yeah. Forest. Wow. Cooper, yeah, and, great and job. Watch out, Leicester. Well done. Let's just keep an eye on Leicester. We had Aston Villa two, Leeds one. Mate, uh, Villa getting the job on Unai Emery again. Um, Jesse Marsh is going to have to just watch his step a little bit, Rob. Um, Needs a few more points to get safe. I think they're sort of, what are they, seven, uh, what are they 40, 14th in the table now. But yeah, they're only, 17. Yeah, they're, they're, only two point, they're only two points away from the bottom three. You know, yeah. a couple of bad results and all of a sudden the yeah. optics don't look good. So, you know, Jesse's got to keep continuing to do things well there. In the final game, Wolves won West Ham nil, um, and we heard, I think it was David Austin said, and then uh, it was put out there some, some sort of official statement that the West Ham board are considering the position of David Moyes, I believe, which makes you think, is this a first start towards right. possibly making mm. a change? Well, um, of course, when... It's not a surprise, Rob, is it, really? Mm. I mean, I think everybody in and around the club realise what a great job David Moyes has yeah. done over yeah. the last couple of seasons. So that, that would enable him to have the maximum amount of time, I would think, to put this right and to go on a run. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you get, you, get, you get into the second half of the season and you're still around the bottom three. Yeah. And I, I understand the, the itchy finger, like, of, like, well, hang on a minute. Yeah, so it's actually some decent managers that are out of job right now, out of yeah. work, and there's a few potentials that could be really, really good. Um, how about going get uh, how about going getting Roberto De Zerbi, by the way, for West Ham? Too early? Too soon? Yeah, and, and Brighton fans, please. That was Musto, the Robbie Musto, not the Robbie Early. Well, I'm sorry. That, I know, I'm like, sorry. Sorry. There, so. sorry. Yeah, it's, it's good, uh, could be a good I, job I, for somebody. Funding club, a good squad there, and obviously yeah. David Moyes having a, having a little struggle of things, so... Listen, that wraps up the league for this weekend. Just before we go, mate, yeah. I just thought we, we'd tip our hat yeah. to um, what some are suggesting is one of the greatest British players that has been produced. Uh, Gareth Bale retired this week. He, he won 11 major trophies, five Champions League trophies, my friend, five Champions League, three La Liga trophies, mm. one Copa del Rey, mm. one EFL Cup, which was, I think, 2008 with Spurs back in the day, and an MLS Cup winner with LAFC last week. So... Absolute winner, my friend. I remember this kid coming from going from Southampton to Tottenham. I think Harry Redknapp was the manager at Spurs, Robert. And I can remember the first 15 or 20 games, and our viewers can check this, that every time Bale was involved or played, they lost. And it was almost like there was talk like, he's not going to make it. They were talking about getting him out on loan somewhere. His start was terrible. And then I also remember, Rob... Champions League nights with Spurs playing some of the biggest oh. teams in, in, in Europe. Inter. And was Gareth that, Bale. Inter? Remember Inter? Inter? Inter, when he, he, he <clears throat> Cafu, it was yeah, a fullback, and gave Cafu, I, mean, I think he retired Cafu. Was it Mycon? Was it Mycon? Mycon, was it? Or, yeah. Was it Cafu or Mycon? Was it, was it Mycon? It was a legendary fullback. Yeah. I can't think of it was now. And, it was and a legendary fullback oh, that he ripped it, to pieces because of his he, pace. Yeah, I mean, he retired yeah. him, I think. I think after that, he had to, he, it was done. But, yeah, those nights <laughs> of Bale and the goals and the, the, the thing. At the time, Robbie, he was the hottest thing yeah. in English football. The hottest thing in it. My son's always, yeah. he was, grew yeah. up as a lefty, yeah. and he always, you know, Gareth Bale was his hero at that time. Yeah. Uh, what a great career he's had, Rob. Yeah. I think at times he's been yeah. slightly disrespected. 
in terms of what he's done and what he's brought to teams. And, you know, people have always talked about the golf being more important than that. I think that's disrespectful to a player who's yeah. trained as hard as he's trained, won what he's run, his body's always been in brilliant shape, he's looked after himself, even at the end of his career he's still winning things. What he's done, you know, put his country, yeah. Wales, on his back, got him into major tournaments. Um, and I believe they're talking about a role for him mm. in Wales, which would, would be very fitting. But just thought it was important that we, we tipped out to, to one of the greats yeah. in, in that respect, Gareth Bale. No, it's a good shot, mate. And you did a great job there of, of saying so many of the positive things. I mean, I mean, overhead kick goals and <laughs> Champions League finals. I mean, he, oh. you know, it's, it's stunning what he's done and what, what, what he's able to do. I mean, yeah, he got a bit of stick, didn't he, when he's at Real Madrid yeah. and, and newspapers give him a little bit of stick over there. And, and it made you sort of question his desire. Does he still want to play? Yeah. Is what, we, we don't know what's going on when he's mm. over in La Liga, of course, but some of the, some of the, the goals and his scoring ability, and even the MLS final where he, he steps up and scores yeah. that goal late on. Um, what a phenomenal, naturally gifted footballer. Yeah. Um, whether he could have, I mean, whether he could have done more, Rob, for Real Madrid and been more of an in integral part, I don't know. I mean, the, the medals yeah. speak for themselves, of yeah. course. I just feel like, if I'm being totally honest, what, what, why why wasn't he more loved at Real Madrid? Why, why, why there was a, I don't know, there seemed to be a, a kind of a weird... Well, there was a period, I think... This guy's talent yeah. who, who stepped mm. up in different teams. Yeah. I think there seemed to be a period yeah, where they, I think people right thought Wales. he was injured for Madrid. Wales, right? But brilliant, brilliant <clears throat> player for, for his club and country in Wales. Yeah. And you know what? I, yeah. I just think, Gareth Bale, enjoy your retirement, my friend. You, you, you've, earned, you've earned the right. Yeah. Listen, mate, we're going to wrap things up. It's been a pretty long one in a weekend of derbies. Uh, it's a red half that cities have celebrated. Manchester United, when a goal down, still found a way to win against Manchester City. Arsenal had the skill in the first half. I thought the bravery and determination in the second half to beat Spurs in the big North London affair. We'll be back on Thursday. That's January the 19th. We've got a midweek review. United take on Palace on Wednesday and then City host Spurs on the Thursday. But for now, I'm Earl. He's Musty. Together with the two Robbies, thanks for watching and listening. Be safe, stay healthy. It's a good night from me. And it's good night from him. Good night. Good night. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars Rewards. That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate.